She's a homeopath and a family doctor. Dr. Tolls is helping us understand gout. Um, there are a lot of myths around it, and uh, she's going to dispel those so we know what the facts are. Good morning, Dr. Tolls. Good morning, Sami. Good morning, Atima. How are you this morning? Uh, we are strong. How are you doing, Dr. Tolls? I'm well, thank you. Excellent. What is gout? Yes. So gout is a kind of arthritis that you actually have, uh, and it's quite common that people actually tend to overlook it. But um, it's actually um, distinguished with it being, it attacks any toe or even any joint in the system. And it's a sudden sharp shooting pain that tends to cause, um, what you call this, swelling, redness, and um, so it's swelling, it's redness and tenderness towards the joint that is actually affected. And trust me, when you have gout, you will not sit down. Like when it starts hitting, the pain peaks up from within four to 12 hours and you just want intervention as it comes through. Hmm. Now, why, why, why is it that everyone thinks uh, gout affects only men and only older men? Yes, so it's actually called a men's disease and mostly it's because of the uric acid. So how gout actually comes about is it it's um, a build-up of a, what you call this, I'd say a compound or a chemical in your system which is called uh, uric acid. So this actually comes from when you break down your food or also the processes in your body that come through to clear out um you know toxins in the body so they will actually produce the uric acid so this is actually supposed to have um be cleared out by the kidneys through urine but then if it struggles then it builds up in the system and then it starts depositing in the joints and then you get that pain so with men they tend to produce a lot of the uric acid compared to women and it women only catch up after menopause because then the hormone estrogen plays a role in helping the kidneys clear out more of the uric acid in comparison to men because they don't have much of the estrogen it's mostly the testosterone and that is why most people always think it's a man's disease but it can actually affect you at any age and it can also affect any gender but men are mostly prone to it Mm. So, mm-hmm. does gout start in the big toe, um, or is this just a myth? It's also a myth. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Mostly, it would go to the big toe. Why? Because then, um, circulation in for most people is very poor when it comes to the small um blood vessels, and that will be around the toes, around the fingers and the eyes as well, you know. So those places 
tend to struggle when it comes to clearing out toxins and so forth. So the toes would be the first uh, joints to actually be affected. However, any joint can be affected. So the wrist, the fingers, the ankles, as well as the knees. And most of the time, people will think it's only one joint that is involved, which is not true. When it comes to chronic gout, meaning you constantly have repeated attacks of the gout, it can end up affecting more than one joint. Mm. All right, so mm-hmm. now we understand. doesn't start at the big toe. But um, no. explain to us, why do people automatically think it's the older um, men or even females who will have gout? Is there an age that we should look out for? And signs we should look out for when it comes to gout? Yes. So with gout mostly, I always say there is a link in terms of health concern um, that people should actually be mindful of. If you have chronic diseases such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, or even kidney disease, then most of the people with such, any ATMA who has one of these or a couple of them, are prone to actually struggling with um, filtering out the uric acid, that excess uric acid. So we always say gout is a reflection of your kidneys on how well they're able to detox uh, because they actually need to filter out the excess uric acid in your system. And if they're struggling, it means the body will start accumulating it and so forth. So in terms of age factor, yes, men are mostly prone to it between the ages of 30 to 50 years. And that is because, as we said, they tend to produce a whole lot more, not only from the foods they're eating, but also their body as a waste product that is trying to clear out. Um, and the signs that they need to look out for is joint stiffness and swelling that happens suddenly and it becomes hot to touch. You feel like it's burning, it's on fire, and you literally cannot stand any pressure around it. And that's why, as I said, that with gouts, most of the time it's a sudden attack that peaks with intensity as the hours progress and you will not sit still. You want intervention. Then with females, as mentioned, it's postmenopause, and that is due to the fact that our hormones are starting to drop. And that's where you'll find it mostly happening. However, we know that females tend to take more care of themselves than men because they are the people who would initiate going to a practitioner without being told or dragged to the doctor. So that's why it's easier even to pick up in females when they're still in the younger ages. Manje, this myth, gout attacks only happen at night. Is this true? Mm-hmm. And what does an attack feel like or what does it look like? Yes. So the attack is the pain, the burning pain that you feel on that affected joint and it can be just the one joint or it can be more than one if it has already started spreading and accumulating in the other places meaning the other joints and why people tend to feel it at night number one we're not that busy at night now this is where you have to come down and relax so all ailments all you know discomfort in the body tend to actually be evident around at night however with gout it can happen at any time of the day Remember, this is depositing of um, a, a chemical, a byproduct that's supposed to be released as a toxin and it's actually being 
deposited into the joints by the system as trying to clear it out or it believes that it's clearing it out. So with that, it causes swelling in those joints. So when you swell up the joints, you are actually causing them to rub against each other. And that rubbing sensation, you know, or pressure that you bear on the joint because it could be a weight-bearing joint, such as the knees, the toes, the ankles, or the hips you would actually feel it much more, even with movement, you know. So for others, it can hold them stiff in one place. For others, it would want them to be restless and move about, but it hurts. That's the pain. All right, now. (laughs) uh, And then there's the smith. With the eye, man, your gout is not serious. Just stop eating meat. You'll be fine. Is this me? You know, and... With why meat tends to be the number one, I would say, culprit is that whenever we break it down, we release a high number of uh, purines that get converted to uric acid. So that is it. And that is why it's called a men's disease because they always think of men having to snack on dried meat, you know, especially red meat. Um, and then they would have the strong alcohol, your whiskies, your cognac, and so forth. And alcohol is also one of um, the, the the things that we take in that releases a lot of purines that get converted to uric acid. So if you're a meat lover, if you are uh, into alcoholic beverages, be it it's beer, ciders, or even the strong ones, obviously, if you do it on a regular basis without actually coming back to alkalize the system, then you are prone to actually having a lot of uric acid in your system that can have a potential of depositing into the joints. So that's where we need to be mindful. Mm. All right. Um, you know what, Doc? My concern mm-hmm. is the causes of gout, but also yes. the prevention and mm. maybe curing of gout. So maybe yes. let's go through the causes again and then mm-hmm. go through the prevention and uh, treatment that uh, homeopathy can help with. So causes can be inherited. So don't think it's something that you develop all of a Sunday, you know, one morning as you wake up. Yes, there is that one that is triggered by environmental. However, genetics can also play a factor away at a very, very young age like literally before you even reach teenagehood, it could have started, but people would have just diagnosed it as arthritis instead of perceiving it as gout according to the symptoms and presentation of it that are different from arthritis. Um, And then um, the other causes would be lifestyle choices. So when there is lack of exercise, that means there is lack of circulation throughout the whole body. And that stagnation can cause toxins to deposit in the much more cooler areas, small blood vessel areas that be your toes, your ankles, your fingers, as mentioned. Therefore, people are prone to actually getting gout around that area. And then in terms of lifestyle food-wise, this is when you are eating a lot of red meat and organ meat. So your liver, you know, your heart, your giblets, your kidneys from chicken and so forth, those, when you break them down, have high purine chemicals that get converted to uric acid. So these are things we start looking at and we try to bring down. And then also alcohol would actually affect it. Sweet, um, Fizzy drinks, you know, alcoholic drinks and normal drinks also release such. So this is where we start 
researching and understanding or as much as teaching when you come to Nature's Relief and myself and make you understand the food groups that release a high percentage of purines that can convert it to uric acid that way. Then treatment-wise, there's always a savior when it comes to nature, and that's the beauty of it. You can do, use um, the formulations as a preventative measure, and you can also use it for treating purposes. You know, However, with the treatment part, we're going to be more aggressive, more intense with it. But the beauty of that aggressive net is that it's not harmful to you as an A-teamer. It will not cause you to be drowsy in any manner. You can still function throughout the whole day Perhaps you might need a bit of rest in terms of elevating the affected joint. However, you can still go about with your daily activities without being affected by the supplements being prescribed. Instead, they will help mentally, emotionally, physically so as well. Because with the intense pain, you actually get frustrated or annoyed with it. So then it causes anxiety and affects mental health. But yes, so we've got formulations such as Buhu, your ciliaries and your touch cherries. So these have anti-inflammatory properties. They help in bringing down inflammation. They help in making the joint is balanced and it's all good. So with that being said, we also consider or even look at making sure that we give the right minerals such as a fulvic mother, our nature's relief one, so that we can alkalize the system because mostly they struggle with acidity and what's lovely is that you don't only have to take these internally we also want to localize treatment around the area so direct to the affected joints we've got topical applications like our two-in-one healing balm and it calms inflammation very nicely so as i said we look at holistically and we can also go symptomatically targeting what is at hand to make sure we quickly recover prevent degeneration furthermore in the joint and actually initiate healing that restores balance back again. Mm, that sounds absolutely amazing. Are there lifestyle changes that we need to consider? Most definitely. So the causes of the lifestyle foods that I've mentioned, mm -hmm. that is your organ meats, your red meat, alcohol, and sugary foods and drinks. These are things we want to actually bring down as much as we can and incorporate a lot of our alkalizing foods. These are moringas or spinach or kales. These are our non-sweet fruits that are actually quite lovely to have. And you can have these, obviously, the fruits and veggies raw. You can have them steamed, you know, roasted in any manner, and you can infuse it very nicely into the system uh, just to assist the body for on the side of making food your medicine. However, when you know that you struggle, we are actually able to assist in terms of supplementation-wise and knowing the therapeutic dose that would actually hit very nicely on the joints, making sure that they're constantly equipped in balance and friction-free. Mm. Doc, you know, um, we can never underestimate uh, the, the the knowledge you give us we really appreciate it as a teamers and really Amen. do hope that um we will get healthier um using natural ways and dispel all these funny myths and just look after <laughs> ourselves thank you so very yeah. much dr Tolls. how do a teamers get in touch with you Alrighty, so my number is 063-502-2974. I repeat, 063-502-2974.
email address is drtsikukuni at icloud.com and on social media platforms, I go by Dr. Tolls. Thank you so much, my Patricia. Thank you very much, Dr. Tolagele.